Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Unplayable Podcast coming to you from Bengaluru, where the world is completely upside down. At stumps on day one of the second test, Australia are none for 40, trailing India by 149 runs after Nathan Lyon absolutely annihilated the host with 8 for 50. India all out for 189 after winning the toss and electing to bat. Plenty to get through here and to do it all with me is cricket.com.au senior writer Andrew Ramsey. Rambo, what is happening? I don't know. I was hoping you could explain it to me. I don't know. The teams have changed. They've swapped jerseys. They've swapped colours. Actually, they're wearing the same colour, so who knows what's happening. I can't pick it out of the hand, and I certainly can't play it off the pitch. Before we get into the specifics of day one, I think it's fair to say that everybody thought India would bounce back after the pummeling in Pune. But to see them collapse again on a pitch that was a little bit inconsistent has almost blindsided us all. Uh, yeah, well, I think winning the toss was always going to be crucial here. The the mantra before the game was win the toss, bat big. India won the toss, batted small, got undone by spin, which is what they're supposed to be uh, adept at facing. They brought up on it. They hand-reared on it as children. Yep. Um, and anyway, I thought they got bowled out so quickly and cheaply, there must have been... Some sort of demons in the pitch, and Australia would slump to be four for not many at stumps, but they've got through to be none for 40, so uh, I don't know what's going on. I mean, it must be a phase of the moon. It, might, it could very well be. Okay, we've got to calm down, otherwise we won't make it through. So India won the toss, and they elected a bat. There were no changes for Australia. Steve Smith said a day out, but there were two for India. Murali Vijay was out with a shoulder injury, and spinner Jayant Yadav was dropped for Abhinav Mukund and Karan Naya. It was the first test in 2,042 days for Mukund, and his return lasted just eight balls out for a duck, LBW to Stark, after he missed a full toss and leg stump. India controlled the morning session. KL Rahul was put down on 30 at short mid-off by Hanscom. A tough chance to his left off O'Keefe before Lyons struck on the stroke of lunch removing Pajara. India 2 for 72 at the lunch and interval and things looked pretty even Rambo. Uh, yeah, that late wicket, as you say, the ball before lunch kind of swung things a little bit because up until then, uh, with the exception of uh, poor old Mukund who um, not only did he make a f- an eight-ball duck in his first game back in almost six years, he dropped two catches as a sub-fielder when he was on the field in Pune. So he's Still in debt, given that was Stephen Smith um, by at least 70 or 80 runs to his team at the end of the second innings. Um, the fact that uh, the Australians had bowled so well and tied down the scoring, is they got closer to lunch, it looked more and more like India might lose a wicket. They were looking uncertain. They were uncomfortable against the spin. Chiteshwar Prajara was uh, prodding away there. I think his 17 had taken the, the best part of the session, which was two hours, obviously. Mm. Um so it was probably no surprise in that wicket fell, but that seemed to change the dynamic completely because uh, we everyone knew that something was going to happen after lunch, whether it was Virat Kohli coming out and taking the game to the Australians or whether there was actually something in that pitch that might offer the spin pair of Lyon O'Keefe something. And as it turned out, it was the latter. Mm. After lunch, the unthinkable happened. 
again. The Unthinkable Podcast. In his last innings in Pune, Virat Kohli offered no shot and was bowled by Stephen O'Keefe. Here on day one, he once again shoulders arms, only this time it was Lyon who was the bowler and the ball hit his pads. It looked ugly and Kohli's review was even worse, ball tracking confirming it would have smashed middle and leg stump. Rambo, when Virat bats, the crowd screams like fans of your favourite band, ACDC, but when he went out, you could hear a pin drop. Or a teardrop explode. I don't know, is that, a, well, that was a band, wasn't it? Yeah, um, yeah he was... Uh, it seemed to be all at sea today, Virat. Like, he hit a couple of boundaries and occasionally he thought he was going to uh, take the fight to the Australians. But from his kind of first ball he faced, he had that one ball in the over left from Nathan Lyon after lunch and he sort of jammed down on it, got an inside mm. edge. He wasn't picking them. Um, there was a couple of times he tried to turn them around the corner and almost found the close-in fielders. Um, and then he just seemed to lose track of his stumps, that one that he let go. He, would th- he seemed to be further across his stumps and he thought he was at the time, uh, thought it was going to turn bigger than it did, and it, it looked horrific. Like it was just yeah. like, I'm standing, I'm standing in front of my middle stump, hold my bat above my head and let it hit me. Uh, and then I think he reviewed it more out of uh, despair than anything else. And you're the captain, mm. you can do that, can't you? Best batsman, sure. There was a former Prime Minister who used to make captain's calls. I think that was one of them. Mm. It was just bizarre, wasn't it, Rambo? And, uh, you know, Coley, there's so much pressure on him now. We looked through the stats, and we like our stats on this podcast, Rambo. And uh, his 25 runs in three innings is the worst start to a series with a minimum of two test matches since his first test way back in 2011. So for a guy with so much hype, and it came into this series with such red-hot form... He's just not delivering at the moment. He's the world's number one batsman. Yeah, across all formats. Across all formats, as yep. we'd like to point out. Yes. Um, so, uh, yes, and so much of India's fortune seemed to rise and ebb with him. Um, there's the Nathan Lyon, I think, at the end of the game, quoted the, the famous Dale Stainism. Mm. If you cut the head off the snake, apparently the, the body dies. I didn't realise that. I'm, I'm no amphibian expert, but or is that a reptilian? Reptile, I think. <laughs> I'm no reptilian <laughs> expert, but uh, he's doesn't look like he's in great touch, Virat. I don't know. He's uh, was hitting the ball so well in the 10 test matches before this series started that you have to think that he would just roll on into this campaign. But something's changed. There was an incident in England in 2014 when mm. he shouldered arms to uh, uh, Liam Plunkett, I think it was. First ball of a test match at Lords, or first ball of the second innings at Lords, and lost his stumps. And from there on, he was a bit... Uh, lost at sea for the rest of that series. So maybe this has done the same thing to him. This dismissal in Pune's rattled him a bit, got him thinking he should be playing at balls that he shouldn't or not playing at balls that he should, as was the case today. And I know there was a lot of talk in the lead-up to this series about how much sledging he would cop from the Australians, but he hasn't been out there long enough to cop any. They don't need to sledge him. No. He's clearly the, the wickets doing the work for them. They, don't, they can actually keep quiet and he can maybe... He's one of those guys who says he likes to be in the game and he's competitive, so maybe he needs to start sledging them. Yeah. Come out all gums blazing, as it were, and give them a gobful on the way out to the middle. Okay, so Lyon and O'Keefe took the next two wickets. They were both stumped. Matthew Wade fumbled the first one but recovered to remove Rahane before now ran down the wicket and completely missed the ball from O'Keefe, having been beaten the ball before at sea. India were 5 for 156 and definitely behind the eight ball. Uh, yeah, actually, Karun Nair, who, uh, as we know, made a triple century before being left out of the team mm. earlier in this season, uh, looked as good as anyone out there, I thought. He uh, seemed to be timing the ball well. He was playing it with not too many problems, picking gaps, rattled his way along to 26 in reasonable time. But then, strangely, played and missed at one from O'Keefe that turned a lot. Then the very next ball, he decided to run at him, knowing that yeah. the ball was going to do exactly the same thing, and then surprised no one that fizz past the edge of the bat and he was not so much stumped as run out I think he was so far down the pitch so it was curious innings from him 
Um, and that was a bit of a theme running through the whole India top order. They just need, seemed to have no plan, no idea of how to, to work the ball around, um, work out which one was turning, which one wasn't. It looked very much like, dare I say, the Australian team in Sri Lanka last year who had the same problems playing Rangana Herath and Dilruan Pereira. Mm. Well, national selector Mark War called Coley's shot a brain fad, and I think you could say that Nairs was the same. The one constant throughout the innings was KL Rahul. He finished up with 90 out in the last session. The Indian batsmen have struggled in this series, but he got 60-odd in the first game. Uh, 90 here today. He's looked like he's been in uh, pretty good touch. He is uh, a quality player, I think you can say. Um, the only thing that seems to go amiss is his left shoulder for some reason. Yeah. Every time he takes a bit of a swing at one, uh, he collapses in pain. Um, yet it was his opening partner, Murali Vijay, who was ruled out of this test with a shoulder injury that no one knew he had. So mm. um, he's a he's been the key wicket, really, for the moment, um, given that the rest of the top order has failed to fire. Uh, and I th- you have to think that he's going to cash in and get a, a big score at some stage in this series. Um, he just needs somewhere, someone to hang around with him to uh, post a total. India haven't reached 200 in any of their innings so far to mm. date, which is pretty extraordinary given their batting lineup. Now, the chaos began, really began after T. Lyon claimed 5 for 10 in 38 balls. India were bundled out for 189. The GOAT, as he's known, Rambo, claimed the best figures by an overseas player in India, the fifth best figures ever in India, the sixth best figures by an Australian in Test cricket ever, and his first five-wicket haul since December 2014. I think it's something like 813 days. Rambo, but you've got the best out of all. Lay it on us. This is massive. This is I've this actually is... employed a team of researchers to come up with this, and it's taken them all day, which is uh, just shows you how intricate this research is. I'm ready. First innings of a test match. This is not first, second. This is like the, the first, the actual first innings, innings the yep. opening innings of a test. Yep. Only one spin bowler has ever taken better figures in innings one of a test. The great Mataya Muraliteran, who took nine for fifty-one against Zimbabwe in Candy. 2002. It's He's quite a, a stat. Because normally spinners, you know, they don't play a big role on day one. Correct. If they are in the subcontinent, they normally share the wickets if the, t- the wickets are turning that much. Or the quicks get a couple. But uh, Nathan Lyon, has, uh, that puts him in fairly rare air as far as spin bowlers go. It certainly does. Just on his performance, I mean, he was really outshone by Stephen O'Keefe, who took 12 or 7 in the first test. Before the series, Darren Lehman confirmed that he was the number one spinner in the team, and today he absolutely proved it. He did, and uh, it was a pitch that probably suited him, more so than the, the Pune one, which was sort of so dry that there wasn't much bounce. It was uh, variable bounce and a lot of turn, but as mm. we know, one of his great weapons is bounce because he uh, does get a bit of overspin and he's tall and he gets over the top of the ball. So um, if, it, if he can get bounce as well as turn, then it brings those leg side close catches into the equation. That happened a couple of times. Your ball's turning quite sharply, but also bouncing as well. So you can't get forward to smother the spin. You're then playing it, fending at it, and that's when the the bat pad comes into to operation. So um, it was a wicket that was very much to his liking. You'd have to think it's going to get uh, a bit slower or lower as the game goes on. So bounce might not be such a weapon for him come the second innings, but when you've got eight for 50 under your belt... You've already got a weapon there that no one else can handle. That's right. And he's such a popular member of the team. He's a singer of the team song. Probably goes without saying that when Nathan Lyon does well, that Australia does well. Uh, yes, I think so. He's he's a very unassuming character. He doesn't like the limelight. You mm. often ask him about individual performance and he only wants to talk about the team. Um, but he's worked very hard. He's telling us at the end of the day that he was during the BBL season going down to 
the game or the ground two hours before the game started to do mm. extra work on his red ball bowling with uh, his spin whisperer, John Davison, and uh, his former South Australian Redbacks coach, Darren Berry, running an eye over it to try and get him ready for the, the tour to India because once the test summer had finished, obviously, at home, um, he wasn't going to be playing much red ball cricket before they headed off to Dubai for the training camp. So he's worked very hard. Um, he knew that he had to after Sri Lanka. We had a pretty disappointing tour. Um, and I don't think anyone in the team would begrudge Nathan Lyon's success. Mm. Uh, it's an interesting point you made about the bounce in the wicket. I know in the lead-up to this game that Steve O'Keefe, who's very round arm, he was actually trying to go a little bit straighter, trying to get a bit more overspin on the ball to bowl a bit more like Nathan Lyon. Just on the pitch, Rambo, it was a little bit up and down. I guess it did have that uh, that odd ball that shot through and, and reared up. But overall, it, it didn't play too badly, did it? Australia were none for 40 at stumps. No, and they, it was a fairly watchful uh, 63 minutes from David Warner and Matt Renshaw to get through to stumps. So they they certainly put most of the shots away in the kit bag. They didn't play mm. too many. Um, there was a couple of loose balls that David Warner was able to latch onto. Um, but I think Virat Kohli said at the toss, this is going to be a typical Bengaluru wicket. Um, and it's always been a, historically a bit of a batting ground. I, I did my, some more, my research team came up with some more numbers that showed that the past 10 tests, the Average first innings score, that's across both teams, innings mm. one and two of the test. Uh, All right. It's just over 400. So uh, you'd have to say that either the pitch is vastly different and no one's recognised it until the game actually started or India are pretty severely underclubbed there. We won't probably know until the Australian innings is done, dusted, as to what that par score is on that track. But I don't think 189 was close to it. Mm. Well, we all thought that 260 was under par in Pune. turned out to be a match-winning score. David Warner was dropped on nine, dropped by Ravindra Dradeja in the gully. Pretty difficult chance. Two hands to his left. It would have been a super catch. It would have been a super catch, but it's been a pretty rough day on the fielders. We saw a couple of drop catches by the Australians. David Warner himself put one down at slip. Kale Rahul in the 60s. And Hanscom, as we mentioned before, pretty raggedy day in the field, Rambo, when there were plenty of chances going around. Uh, but it was one of those kind of pitches, wasn't it? A couple of sharp chances around the bat. The one that uh, Peter Hanscom dropped was fairly sharp and low to his left mm. the Warner one was a strange one because it was a paddle sweep from outside off stump that kind of went to leg slip you're probably not expecting that when you stand there at leg slip and you see the ball pitch there uh, and the Jadeja one would have been he was parallel to the ground he was like Superman uh, as he hurled himself to his <laughs> left and got two hands to it um, but that was probably the sort of thing that India needed at that point a spectacular catch an early wicket might have got them up and bubbling but um was pretty much the only chance they created before stumps. A couple of LBW shouts that uh, Ravi Ashwin was quite confident about, mm. but they didn't review them because their track record with the DRS at the moment is not that flash. Do you reckon they're a little bit, not scared about the, the, the DRS, but they're very apprehensive about using it because of their record? Uh, I think they're probably second-guessing their uh, technique for applying it. Mm. I don't know what the... Most teams tend to use the wicketkeeper, bowler in consultation with the captain, who's the one who has to make the referral, often because the captain's you know fairly close by at slip or something, but uh, Virat Kohli's not a slip fielder, so mm. I don't know who he relies on for those uh, decisions, whether it's his bowler and keeper in unison with someone, but mm. um, their bowling ones haven't been as bad as their batting ones. They've had a couple of stinkers when they've been at the crease. They certainly have. Just uh, on uh, Superman, who is your favourite comic book character? Oh, the Invisible Man. The Invisible Man. Oh, I, can, I, I can see him every day of the week. <laughs> so tomorrow, it's safe to say, Rambo, that Australia was want to bat, bat and bat and bat India out of the game. Pretty easy? Uh, I don't think it's going to be that easy. And I think that uh, we've seen that wickets can fall pretty quickly here. And don't forget that in, the start of India's innings was pretty 
uh, much like Australia's, to be honest. They uh, you motored along, or not quite motored along, but putted along mm. to 70-odd uh, at lunch. If they hadn't lost that wicket on the last ball before lunch, you have to say it would have been their session. Mm. Um, but from there, batters trying to get started on that pitch was difficult. Um, you have to think that once the ball starts to get a bit soft, um, it's not going to be... It gets much value for sure. It's a small ground. But there was surprisingly few boundaries hit during the course of the day. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, not losing wickets in clumps is going to be essential if they can. You know, they're going to lose wickets along the way, obviously. But if they can mitigate the number that, that fall in close proximity, then they may be able to push on. But I think a lead of you know 150, uh, if they can get past 300, 350, gives them a real ascendancy and something to bowl at but that's a fair way off as yet you spoke about not losing wickets in clumps India lost 7 for 11 in the first test 7 for not many in the second innings of the first test 5 for 33 in the first innings here today Rambo is collapsing can it become a bit of a habit Australia sort of had that fever a little bit uh, in the summer especially against the Proteas but now it seems like the uh, Indians have caught it it can be catching I'm sure I'm not sure there's a cure for it but uh, it's also a symptom of a team that's confident um when you've got a, a batting side on the ropes, they lose a couple of wickets. You've got bowlers constantly landing the ball in the spot, asking questions of the batsmen, as uh, the people who know the game like to say. Um, and that's what happens is you suddenly, you're a batter, you come out, you, you're strangled, you, you can't find somewhere you can score a run. You've got pressure on you, you know, a false shot's going to land in the hands of someone near the bat. So you start doing silly things like running at the ball and running past it and getting stumped or um, missing one and not offering a shot and getting trapped in front of your stumps, things like that. Strange things start to happen in your head. Um, so, yeah, once you've had a couple of those collapses in the same sort of conditions, they can become uh, like an epidemic. You suddenly think, oh, when's the next one going to strike? Who's going to fall next? Mm. All right, pull out your crystal ball. What's going to happen tomorrow? Uh, I think we'll see more wickets. I think uh, that's going to be a tricky pitch. We, I don't think we'll see much from the, the seamers. Well, the Australian seamers bowled quite a few overs and bowled very tidily. The trick for India is going to be to bowl as economically as the Australians did because um, that's what really set it up. They mm. dried them up earlier on. They created a little bit of uncertainty. Um, batsmen started to try and manufacture shots they probably didn't need to play. Um, it's going to be a question of patience for the Australian batters. I think that uh, Ashwin and Jadeja are going to probably bowl a lot of overs on that. Um, and like we say, if they lose a couple of quick wickets early and put some pressure on the middle order... Uh, they can get the wobbly boots on. So um, I think we'll see more wickets tumble. I think the key to Australia might very well be David Warner. Mm. Not out at stumps. Uh, didn't look to be in a huge amount of trouble apart from the Superman catch, which, of course, would have been a freakish moment. Um, but he was very circumspect, um, playing. He was very watchful. Mm. There was no reverse sweeps, tricky little shots, no attempt to try and hit it over the top. Um, so he could be a key player tomorrow if he can stay in, if he can bat through to lunch or a bit beyond um, and they can bat around him then he can score quite quickly once he gets in so he might be my key man heading into day two okay well we'll be back tomorrow to see if David Warner lives up to your prophecy Rambo uh, we're going to be here for it I'll be here Sam this is one of the great test matches of our time and I'll be there first thing in the morning alright but until then you can head to cricket.com.au for all your news scores and video on Australia's Qantas tour of India
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.